This NFL Picks Week 14 edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner picks Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Oh, Sean, it's week 14. Oh no, rivalry week Uh-oh. on the sports gambling podcast. Fly Uh-oh. Eagles fly on the road to victory. Was this fucking chorus? You know, you go sing, sing some fucking tunes. I wish, I man. A, I wish, I wish. Hold a coffee canister. I don't know, and beg Ryan, for money. You'd have to tell me. I never was in chorus. I was an athlete in high school, played on a football team. You know, that was an H back tight end. Let's go. All right, we're here talking week fourteen NFL picks. You guys don't know we pick every NFL game against the spread since two thousand and eleven. Wow. Every once in a while, I have to remind wow. myself. Wow, we've been doing this since 2011. Uh, most downloaded sports gambling podcast of all time. Wow! Oh my god! Just a reminder: we got to we got to tat ourselves every once in a while. Right? It, it's like the small bu- business in your hometown. The second they got past that, uh, the into ten years, they put mm. up decade of service. Yes, exactly. Serving the community for over <laughs> a decade. Serving. Hashtag Dejans only. Eight million. Hashtag Dejans only. Served. All right. Enough messing around. Coming in the closing stretch of the National Football League. And of course, if you're looking to bet over on WinBet, use our link, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. If you are in a WinBet state right now, you live in one, you plan on visit one over the holidays and you haven't signed up using our link. How can you even look yourself in the mirror? How can you, how can, I mean, I don't want to sound like Lars from Metallica. You're stealing from us with your dad by downloading. Come on, throw us a bone. And if you go, Oh, I like this other book better. Well, Hey, they're not sponsoring us win bet is, and therefore you should like win bet. And at the very least, try it out. Give it a try. You try it. You're gonna like it. Get that hundred dollar free bet. At the very least, you owe it to yourself, right? To get that free hundred dollar bet. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. Offer subject to change. 
terms and conditions at winbet.com. Let's see 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. The chat is lit. And again, that's why you go to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. That's why you hit subscribe. Uh, turn those notifications on so you don't miss when we're live. Uh, Patrick Fisher, of course, legend, LFD, uh, LFG, DGENS, D Bettis. This uh this oh. week's uh winner of Real Men of DGENS. Speaking He's of in legend. the house. Jesus. Moon off, the machine manji, check it in. Uh Joel Garza, Holland Oats. Um Skull clapped dem cheeks for twenty. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's an interesting. <laughs> that is a lot. That's a Vikings fan who also likes booty clapping and weed. Woo, it's uh, about weed. Well, I'm sure that's a move that Vikings fans do uh, with their significant others, right? They they skull clap them booty cheeks. Flat Earth Oracle, he's checking in. Uh, D Bettis. Oh, D Bettis. I already said D Bettis. He went further. L. Why you just? This is maybe the greatest handle in the history of YouTube. Skull, skull, skull clap them booty cheeps. Also <laughs> happened to let us know that Browns, Browns ATS. <laughs> He's already jumping out. He likes the Browns against the spread. Uh, the guy well, likes I, the booty cheeks. The Browns. Come, come on, Sean. It's all. All right, I miss that, Ryan. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. All right. Uh, moving on. You want to talk about real quick because we we do we do have a special guest this week on the prop show. We're gonna get Katie on uh, talk not Niners uh, and other things uh, NFL gambling. But Brock Purdy, yes, we it's obviously come out. Um, I don't quite understand it because there's all the news stories, and I guess we could have waited to the game. But th- this feels like we have to lead with this. I saw all the the references of his coaches and teammates talking about how big his balls were for various reasons. <laughs> he called the timeout without permission. Uh, he's just you know slinging the rock around. No mention of his cock, but mm. yet we we hear now he Long has the nickname Big Cocks. Big Cock Brock. Here's yeah. my concern: Nick Foles. We all know what happened. He he won a Super Bowl. He has a a, a huge schlong, and he got the nickname Big Dick Nick. Yep. It wasn't something that immediately came out in the press. It was like it leaked out because the no, guy. It, it was like a legit. He's got a huge dick. Well, and and I'll even go further because I have some research on oh, his dick. Yeah. Um, so this was the <laughs> first. Right. Do the, we want to wait uh, for to, to do the dick no, research with Katie, or no, should we do it? The, uh, the first time Nick Foles was on the Eagles. Uh, the first with with Chip Kelly yeah, and the yeah, twenty seven yeah. and two, they yeah. had asked Jason Kelsey uh, jokingly who had the biggest uh, dick on the team, and he goes, "Oh, everyone knows it's Nick Foles." Kind of gets swept under the rug. Yeah. Doesn't even really come to life no. until he comes back and he goes on that epic run in twenty seventeen. Uh, they go, "We need a nickname. We need to dust it off." Now it was a different time. Yes. Then, Sean. Now the 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 research is. We don't we don't know anything about uh, Brock Purdy, but I you know we've talked about what his nickname should be Brock Hard Purdy yeah. BHP. That makes sense. Yeah. The guy he's giving it his all. He's full attention. We can give him that nickname without actually knowing anything because you can be Brock Hard and maybe only be three and a half inches. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't care to know. It doesn't matter, honestly. Yes, like exactly. we all know that girth is all that matters. But that being <laughs> said, it also Brock could, Hard Purdy could, is the nickname. It's so much better. Could it be? And a, it's not. It's not knocking off uh, Nick Foles. Could nickname. be a mentality. It can be something you put on a headband, and you're not gonna. Offend your grandmother. <laughs> it could it could just be your 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 frame of mind at the moment. Your Brock yes. Hart. So 
I'm really disappointed, honestly, in the so common please, when, public. When referring to Brock uh, Purdy, please refer to him as Brock Hard Purdy. We want to get this nickname going, and uh, yeah, let's go. Three and a half inches, you said. Okay. <laughs> you want to get started with some picks? Let's go. Anything else to address before we go? Nope. All right. Um, and what about the jewelry you're wearing? Oh yeah, I mean, I'm rocking the uh, rare breed untamed chain. It's cute. Goes well with your choir outfit. My choir outfit, Ryan. I'm rocking an Eagles jersey, a camo SGP hat. Yeah. I'm trying to move merch at the store. I don't know what you're doing. Well, I'm rocking a lot of a lot of sweet Giants gear at the moment. Not wearing any SGP stuff. All business this week. It's fight week, Sean. Dong move by you, Ryan. Uh, hashtag house divided. The Las Vegas Raiders. You do have that uh, that mat that someone sent us that says house divided and has Eagles and Giants. It's a great I do I do like the uh, the idea of that being in our office when there's a zero percent chance of either of us would ever purchase something like that. Uh, but if it, it really does tie the room together, no, it's Sean. great. Love it. Uh, <laughs> and it hasn't been pissed on yet, so that's great. Uh, mine we, that we know of. Mine Minus six and a half, uh, minus two eighty on the money line for the Las Vegas Raiders as they head home to Los Angeles to take on the Rams at SoFi, which, by the way, much nicer than Colby will let you understand. It's a beautiful stadium, it, what it kind of built into the ground like the big house and some of these other stadiums, uh, which gives a cool effect. The Rams are plus two thirty at home. We think it's the uh, Walford of Wall Street, forty three and a half. Is the total? I realize that most people. Uh, yeah, never mind. I I was about to explain my 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 uh, horrible Walford bit, but I'm not going to do it yet. So people can stay on the edge of their seat to not <laughs> understand the bit that I think only I get at this point. Um, I it's this is a clear Vegas is a public team. Vegas will be a public team. The the. Everything well, about and, the and, number, and, and, and you could, and in hindsight, we should have looked to to play the Rams last week. Home dog, division dog, Sean McVay getting up against Pete Carroll. But now, no, it was whack. What we missed, and this is this is my, this is totally in my wheelhouse. Bobby Wagner revenge spot. We missed that. Yes, Bobby we Wagner that as well. was reportedly like taking people by the shirt collar, <laughs> like no bullshit. He wasn't fucking losing that game. That turns out they still lost, but they covered Sean. Yes, and and we missed that. But now. They have a short week. They're bringing in Baker. It, it's clear this team is kind of just punting on this season. And we 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 broke it down in detail on the prop show. Really, uh, the the Rams' pass defense has quietly been garbage this season. Jalen Ramsey is not what he used to be. I think Devontae Adams. I mean, his uh, yeah, he he kind of started out as a dud, and he has just been on fire lately. He's getting a ton of volume, a ton of yards. I, I don't even think they need Josh Jacobs to have a big game. I think it's going to be a lot of Devontae Adams. I, I think Matt Collins could uh, see some decent work. And so you're not worried about this being a public side? No, I'm. I don't. You know that old public side versus. I don't know. Like it. It never really seems to help me get on the right side of the game. Last. Uh, all right. So. The public sides just just looking over the last couple weeks, six and two ATS. 
Well, uh, again, that's but I'm sorry, they're fading the public teams. Everywhere I read what the public side is, it's it different. Okay. It, it, it's 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 really tough to consistently. This is me tracking Ryan's public side. No, no, I'm just saying, like, there's there's so much info out there on like every site tracks it differently. I mean, there's some sure. some ones where it's completely obvious. This uh, is one, I think. Okay. Right? I mean, do, who's betting on the Rams? Um, not a lot of people, but I, I'm all on the Raiders. Uh, Max Crosby versus this Rams offensive line. I think it's going to be, uh, you know, Crosby's and their pass rush was really bad in the beginning of the season. It's picked up lately. Uh, the Rams' run defense is supposed to be good, but you know, well, no we thought Aaron Chandler Donald. Jones might be good. That was the problem. Like he, he's been kind of a dud, but they figured out a pass rush as of late. I think Rams got up for it last game because it was a division game. I don't think they have any motivation here. This Raiders team is, I, I didn't see it coming, but they are gelling. They're on a playoff run. I like the Raiders a lot here. Derek Carr randomly is 14, 8, and 2 in prime time as well. Now, you'll hear people tell you that, Sean. And I could have done the simple thing and just stopped right there, but dig a little deeper. He's actually only 2 4 and 1 as a favorite in Who? that spot, Derek Carr, prime time. I've just seen the uh, Derek Carr decent in prime time kicking around. I also would say this, uh, Las Vegas, the reason they're public is they've covered three straight. So not only do you have a team that no one wants to bet on, you have a team that everyone wants to bet on. You have an easy narrative to say, well, they're, it's a fake road game. They're at home in in Los Angeles. They're going to have, they the, will have they're going to have the more fans. And I mean, John Wolford is going to be operating on a silent count. I like fading that. Is this a matter of getting it before it goes to seven, or is yeah. it hovering at six and a half because they're begging? I don't know what to tell you, Ryan. But the fact that you're you're going to be on the Rams no, no. makes me well, love I'm the Raiders. Ha- I'm having the conversation. Well, I'm, I've been very bad on Thursday. Yeah, night. I know. That's why I want you to take the, the Rams. I'm having the conversation because it it seems very clear that this is a spot to take the Raiders. Here's the last thing I'll say. We talk about this in college. The dream crusher. Yeah. Sean McVay has locked up his first season under 500. He gives zero fucks. Like you said, Wagner poured it all out. I'm with you. We'll I'll take a public side. Ah, damn it. Be careful though. I Thursday night's been tough for me. Moving along to Sunday early window for Jared Goff and the Detroit lions as they are laying two and a half here. Minus one thirty-five on the money line as the Vikings come to town plus one fifteen on the money line for Kirk cousins. 52 is the total. Ten and two, and they are catching two and a half points against this Detroit Lions team. I mean, we could list off all the things that they are the worst team ever at, but they're pretty good at winning games, winning close games, winning coin flips. <laughs> and like as much as I I understand why the money shifted this line from Minnesota being a, sh- a short favorite to Detroit. No, Vikings were minus three, and now it's Lions minus two and a half. That was is it really crazy. three anywhere? Yeah. Right. Okay. That I I I I was under the impression it opened somewhere in like the the minus one and a half two. Either way, tons of money poured in. All Detroit money poured in. Uh, Detroit has been good. Vikings just have they have they haven't been good all year. You pointed out on the recap show. They they what they were outgained by two hundred yards against the Jets. I think I saw a nugget that Mike White had seventeen red zone throws and yeah. no touchdowns. That's well, fucking this, this insane. Is a, this is a great nugget in the Super Bowl era. Eight teams with a uh, plus eight hundred plus uh, basically winning at eighty uh, okay eighty percent win percentage. 
have been an underdog versus a sub 500 team in week 14 or later. So again, you're winning 80% of your games. You're some reason an underdog against a sub 500 team. I bet a lot of those, there was a quarterback issue as well. Those eight, eight teams, Ryan, it's happened eight times in the super bowl era. Mm. O and eight straight up O and eight ATS. Wow. Okay. Seems like a nice little trend, little nugget there. You want another? You want a little trivia question here? Sure. When was the last time the Lions were favored over the Vikings? Oh wow! I bet it's been a while. Uh, I'm gonna it, say say 2016. Sam Bradford was the quarterback. <laughs> yes, 2016, 2016, right? 2016. I I never forget a Sam that, Bradford. That kind of blew my mind. Like, and, and even further than that, I think that this is the first time the Lions are favored in a divisional game since 2020. So. There is some kind of I don't want to say historical significance, but there is some significance here to now with the line moving over to minus two and a half for the Lions. It changes the scenario a little bit. And at the end of the day, I understand why we like Jared Goff as a dog. They're covering these spreads. They're nine and three against the spread this or eight and four, depending on where you look. Um this is another See, one I struggle this with. Is, though. This is Ryan. If you're going to be that money guy, I'm reading stuff that uh, the Vikings plus two and a half is the most bet side. Um, really? In, okay. Yes. What I'm seeing suggests that the tickets are split, but the money is heavily on Detroit. Okay. See, this is why these like but, the but, money and the splits thing well, just it gets make no tricky, sense. especially when you have the, like numbers that move so much. Because so much of the money is obviously on a different price well, point. Let, let's talk about the game itself. I mean, the Vikings were winning. The Vikings were uh, ahead in Minnesota, and then they lost Amon Ross St. Brown. They lost DeAndre Swift. I think it's very obvious looking at this team. Like, they are completely different with and without Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. Like, the Sun God. Clear MVP. The, the Sun God is really carrying this team to some wins. Uh, I believe at some point in the off season, or maybe it was the end of last season, we talked about Amon Ross St. Brown and how his profile looked very similar to Cooper cup and the amount of usage he was getting and the target share and some, and how he lined up in the slot. And it, it that's what he's turned into for this offense. And it's the same outcome when he leaves the offense, it, it's a light switch. And so with him out there with, with seemingly this offense getting healthy, I would only imagine that we'll maybe see uh, Jamison Williams uh, coming back for a, a little bit. They're going to try and work. DJ Chark has been being worked back as a deep threat. Uh, they're working in the tight ends that are, you know, it doesn't seem like they're missing Hawkinson. No one's mentioned this, but they traded away TJ Hawkinson revenge and, game. and, and, and things got lit for their offense. I I don't know if that's it, but a, I think it's more about Amon Ross St. Brown coming back. And so you're, are you laying the points here with Detroit? I'm thinking about it, but Detroit, I'm going back and forth. Jared, all right, I'll give you one. Jared Goff, one p.m. kicks in his career, twenty three and thirteen ATS. So it's like the Kirk Cousins thing. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, daytime sleepy Kirk Cousins star. is also uh, <laughs> also pretty good. <laughs> I I just I'm I was laughing while you were saying that because skull clapped them cheeks four twenty. Um, Colby is my dad. Four twenty is coming at him by saying, "Listen, buddy, there's only room enough in here for one guy with four twenty in his username." Net yards per play, Minnesota thirtieth, and again, that's why that's why they're a dog. A lot of these Vegas power rankings where they're pulling the spread, net yards per play is a huge metric for them. So that's why 
people want to go, why are they not favored? Blah, blah, blah. Minnesota 30th at minus 0.84 Detroit uh, 24th at 0.55 uh, in games like this, I go, which one am I going to feel dumber being mm. backing this, <laughs> backing this cousins team that is just a bucket or uh. taking Jared Goff as a favorite <laughs> at home. I'm going Minnesota plus two and a half. really. Okay. So I, I certainly feel like the, it, it's easy for me to talk, get my way into a tease here because getting Minnesota up, but at the same time, we have not seen a meltdown game from this. I know they've been lucky. I, I thought, I, well, it, it's going to happen outdoors. I don't think it's going to happen indoors. I, I thought, I thought jets was going to be their letdown game, but I, I'm thinking Minnesota plus two and a half. They shouldn't be a dog. Lowest I'll, I'll rattle through this quickly so we can not have a, a three hour podcast. Lo, lowest uh, DVOA ever for 10 and two team. They would actually be the second lowest. If you included nine and three teams, Sean, I don't know. I just I, I'm kind of with the nerds on this one. Give me Detroit. I, I'm late to the party, but it's it's not it's not three. If this was three, I would be totally with your point. This is a field goal game. I can get behind that. But so you're saying lay the two and a half? No, I understand. I'm breaking some rules here. <laughs> I, I'm rules are meant to be broken, Ryan. I am I am going to take a situation that just seems to be one team on the rise, one team look just waiting to have that down game. Here's that down game. Jets. Bills, Bills coming off Thursday night, a uh, little uh, what, extra half, rest. half by there. Minus nine and a half, minus four fifty on the money line. Jets plus three fifty. Forty four is the total. Uh, Mike White, you know, I guess we'll a little concerning the struggles in the red zone. Uh, you can't do that against the Buffalo Bills. If you if you if you turn in that kind of efficiency against the Bills, it's going to be a problem. And it didn't work against the Vikings. Uh, Ken Dorsey is still not Brian Dable. Um, that that's it's a real thing, and <laughs> it is. It's a real. It's thing a real this, thing. It's a real thing at this point. They're clearly well, Ryan. It's not only and Josh Allen continues to you know force the ball a little bit, have some throws, Be and maybe, Josh Allen. Maybe some of this, maybe some of this will go away with the extra long rest. But let's take a look at Josh Allen overall in his career versus the jets five and three uh, versus the jets all time, but seven touchdowns, seven interceptions, Josh Allen, the jets have intercepted him more than any other team in the national football league. And tough to imagine it's going to change come, you know, and this jets team, the way they play, they, I think that style of football travels. Also, I think the guys are still rallying around Mike White. Like they were, they were down twenty to three. I think that's one thing that gets overlooked in that game. They were down twenty to three. They had multiple shots in the red zone. Um, but this Vikings team just has some like giant horseshoe up there, like a Viking uh, horn up it's, their ass, or whatever, whatever sort of lucky charm they did. <laughs> it's fitting that. Uh, Andrew Luck just came out and got interviewed because it, it, it feels a little bit like the Andrew Luck horseshoe is right up Kirk Cousins' ass this year. It is. So they they lost to that Vikings team who again figures out how to beat everyone in close games, but I don't see why this Bills team should be laying double digits. I get it's a revenge game for the Bills, but and the Bills they were missing some guys on defense last time, but the Jets, I mean Mike White is a massive upgrade over Zach Wilson. Jets are fifth they're fifth in the league in scoring defense. Like I, I think they can keep Buffalo under thirty. If you can keep Buffalo under thirty, and you're getting nine and a half points, Von Miller is out for the season. Um, 
I think they're going to be and you know, uh, we'll see. I mean, I, James Cook, James Cook, uh they do struggle a little bit with pass catching running backs. So I think James Cook could have a uh, could have a good game there. And the Buffalo fan base, they are hungry for a game cuz they had to move the game to Detroit, then they actually had their game in Detroit. Uh then they had that what was it? The, that other game in New England. So yeah. it's been a while since they've played in front of the Bills fans. The Bills fans are going to be up for this game, but the Jets keep this close, man. I I I think 9 and a half is crazy. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't underrate the fact that this is also a little bit of. A, even though it's a divisional game, it's a sandwich spot coming off the New England game. Obviously, a big game for Josh Allen and the Bills to win, and they have Miami on deck. I, I don't. Yeah. I just don't think the Jets are the number one team in their crosshairs. Um, like you said, I get it. They just lost the game, but I, I'm kind of with you. I, I I said it last week. I was wrong. They ended up looking quite good against New England, but I I think Josh Allen doing Josh Allen things isn't just going to evaporate as the weather gets cold in Buffalo. Baltimore. So you're taking the Jets, right? Taking the Jets. Okay. Baltimore heads to Pittsburgh, where the Steelers are laying two and a half, minus one fifty on the money line, my, uh, plus one thirty for the Ravens. Thirty-seven is the total. Uh, all of this certainly indicates that it's going to be Huntley, not Lamar. Even though I don't think that's been confirmed yet by anyone. Oh, I'll confirm it. Injury specialist Sean Green yep. has confirmed Breaking it. News. Tyler Huntley, who. If anything, uh, we should expect an upgrade from Mark Andrews this week, based on the performance last year when Huntley came in. Uh, it's it's an AFC North battle. Uh, these are often uh, tightly fought. Baltimore's got a decent defense. I think Pickett might have some some issues this week. And then on the flip side, I don't know. Do they have a decent defense? Like I I feel like their defense has kind of fallen off. You look at what um, I think they're going to be. Trevor able to Lawrence them. did against uh, this Ravens team. It's fair. I I do think they're going to get a little bit of a pass rush yeah. against this Pittsburgh team, and we'll we'll see what Kenny Pickett can do. He's been pretty good. He was against the bad defense last week. In well, Atlanta, and this is so. this is a true test for Kenny Pickett because he was playing kind of some softer opponents in domes. It's a lot easier now. You're playing a division game, AFC North, AFC North division dogs zero to three points have been good forty nine thirty two and five historically, but. The home team has won 27 of the last 42 meetings. Um, this feels like it could come down to, you know, maybe a uh, maybe a Ravens field goal. And Huntley, you know, he looked all right. I mean, they run the same offense that they run with Lamar, so I think that's good for them. But this Ravens team, man, you want to—they're like the anti-Vikings. They just figure out ways to lose close games. Except last week against the Broncos, which you're at home against the Broncos, you. Sh- and you only win ten to nine. Uh, that to me is a is a bad sign. There's also the drama with George Pickens. He's getting fired up. He's not getting enough touches. Kind of a squeaky wheel game to me. Again, it just comes down to T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt versus Huntley. I'm taking T.J. Watt and the fact that the Steelers are at home. I don't I don't like taking the Steelers as a favorite, so I'm a little nervous here. This isn't going to be in my lock bucket, but yeah, I think you got to take the Steelers against the Ravens. So everything you said about Detroit, like laying the points with Detroit, I I do feel that way a little bit with the Steelers team and Kenny Pickett. And I do wonder if we're getting a little bit of a discount on the Ravens because you mentioned it Huntley. I don't think he was great straight up, but he was 
I want to say he was one and three straight up last year, but three and one against the spread. Well, and there is a big there's a big line movement on this game too. Baltimore opened up at minus four. Now it's Pitt minus two and a half. Some of that some of that's probably Lamar, and some of that's just them looking. I, I think it's got to be mostly. But here's Lamar. here's what I would say. And the the Steelers uh, defense, you would look at like, hey, they couldn't handle Josh Allen, they couldn't handle Jalen Hurts, aka mobile quarterbacks. But they did do a really good job clamping down on the road against Marcus Mariota, a guy who, I mean, to me, I in my power rankings of quarterbacks, Marcus Mariota feels like right in that Tyler Huntley range. Oh, like like one of the better backups, one of the worst starters, kind of deals. Yeah, like guy who. Uh, if he starts three, four games, you can you can sleep at night. But if he starts your entire season, as we're seeing with Marcus Mariota, uh, there's a fall off. Uh, we got a great seven five seven's finest pointing out, uh, Mike. I'm fucking working here, Tomlin. There's a great that. video clip. Did you see it? Uh, yeah, absolutely love it. <laughs> it's beautiful. He's walking love into that, the game, man. and the guy's like, Mike, Mike, Mike. He goes, I'm working here. I'm, I'm fucking, fucking working, working here. here. <laughs> And uh, he, he really was just walking into the game, but it's like, dude, I love that focus from the Steelers team. And like the Raiders, the Steelers, I think there's a little bit of juice in the building. I think there's a little bit of like, Hey, Tomlin's never finished under uh, 500. Hey, we might, we got a chance to win this kid in the playoffs. Um, Hey, I, I know Ryan, we've talked about it, but let's, let's hop on that Kenny Pickett offensive rookie of the year train. You can get that at like 2,800. Uh, twenty-eight to one. If they get in the playoffs, I think it's his to lose. You got the injury to Ken Walker. You got Damian Pierce kind of hitting a rookie wall slash the Texans' offense is just not scoring mm. any touchdowns. Olave Wilson, they kind of cancel each other out. There is room for there's a, definitely room uh, I, for a rookie quarterback to take his team to the playoffs. Again, it's twenty-eight uh, to one for a reason, but their odds of making the playoffs are way shorter than him winning rookie of the year. And if they get to the playoffs, how does he not get rookie of the year? Yeah, just uh, coming back around on the defense. Baltimore is uh, eighth defensive DVOA, uh, sixth against the rush, eleventh right, against. The sorry to interrupt. I just have to say what's up to Kyle. He's checking in in the ten win club Vikings oh. fan. So you know. <laughs> Hey Kyle, you're maybe, still hanging in the ten win. Yeah, club? maybe we'll maybe we'll what are see you lonely in the eleven, in the 11 win. No, club? no, it's it's a it's a club. I I go back to the ten win club, say what's up to Kyle, and then go back to the eleven win club. Can't hear you. I'm in the one tie club. <laughs> it's a it's a great club to be a part of. Yeah, it's a formal, so Ryan, formal are, you, are you taking the Ravens? So I I get the case for the Ravens. I, I'm just going with the Steelers. The case for the I mean I I think I I am taking the Ravens, and I, I think I don't. Great. You've been on it all year, Sean. Lamar has he hasn't passed the eye test. Like he's middle of the pack when you look at some of the advanced stuff, uh, throwing the ball. So there well, is it, a narrative here that Huntley with a week of practice is not that far off Lamar, which means wow, that's a big line move. And well, so I, but I think I think I think how you beat the Pittsburgh Steelers is with your outside receivers. Uh and I don't think the I don't think the Ravens have that going on for them. I think you know, they're going to have success running the ball against Pittsburgh. I think I, I, I don't know. I, I like Steelers chances. Um, they're pretty good against the run. You got Minka Fitzpatrick uh, to help out with Mark Andrews. I think, I think Baltimore is going to struggle to put up points again. These AFC North games, they're always ugly. This is going to be like a, you know, 17, 14. Yeah. Like 21, I mean, you, 18 game. You let it off. 
uh, I think you you let it off with the the trend, right? When no, the, it's a good trend. When the dog, when it's a zero to three point dog in the AFC North, you take the dog. Profitable, forty nine thirty two. All right, moving along. Eagles Giants. Eagles laying a full touchdown on the road. Minus three ten on the money line. Giants plus two fifty. Forty five is the total. I, I mean. The Eagles have nothing, uh, nothing to gain here. The Giants. Oh, what do you mean? Nothing to lose here. They have. They. Have, I mean, we got Kyle and the skull clapping the cheeks guys breathing down our necks for the number one seed. This is an extremely. Wow. I okay. mean, Ryan, I'm. I'm but laser focused. Oh, I mean. Philly has struggled in New York since 2016, going two and four ATS. Jalen Hurts on winning NFC Offensive Player of. The week, two weeks in a row. Quote: It's cool. I'm focused on the Giants. Focused on this. I mean, Justin Fields won that award two weeks in a row, going one and one in the in the win and loss record. So yeah, uh, Uh, and Jalen Hurts is doing it by beating a playoff team by 25 points. Who's this? The Titans. Oh, stop it! They're not a playoff team. I mean, the Giants are beating the Titans too. Okay, they've also beaten the Vikings, who are 10 and two. I mean, they're 11 and one. So they we just talked about how bad the the Cowboys. A team you guys struggle Cowboys, with. Cowboys, great win. Uh, <laughs> I'll give them the Cowboys. Bradley, one. this is a this is a Bradbury revenge game, and most importantly, it's a Jalen Hurts revenge game. Jalen Hurts is a guy who keeps receipts. He's a guy that knows his worst game as a professional athlete was against the Giants last year in the Meadowlands. He is primed to uh, reverse that course and show that he is a great athlete show that he is an MVP candidate. The Eagles rush defense has come to life with the return of Jordan Davis. You got an Indomitian Sue Linval Joseph. I just don't see how the giants are going to put up points against this Eagles defense, especially with Bradbury picking them off. Of course, the Eagles 23 and five straight up the last 28 games against the New York giants, right? Are we a gambling show? What are you doing? You're, you're throwing out winners. Yeah, you, Terry Bradshaw on Sunday, and and they they lost to the Giants in the Meadowlands. Yeah. They have so a, a bad, horrible Giants. They team. have a bad taste in their mouth, and yeah. that's why they are going to be extremely. What is this? Looking ahead to the Bears game, they're laser focused on this game. You guys are in trouble. Interesting uh, scheduling nugget in the NFL right now. The Eagles are starting one this week, and the Chiefs and Miami Dolphins are in the middle of one. At, uh, Three game road trips. It's almost. Do you, do, you, do the Eagles request one? Is there any chance the Eagles may have? Like, it seems like uh, Kansas City, Miami, Philly. Like, is there any chance that some of these forward thinking teams are are trying to request items like this? Like, give me all these road games together at the end of the season. No. Or is the NFL? Did the NFL scheduler just get to week fourteen? I don't and say, think Fuck. you can request uh, three road games, and I don't think anyone would. J- Ryan, it, the well, Giants. Well, I, I mean, like for example, Miami requested having a road trip where they stayed out west for two weeks in a row. Okay, I'm just saying, like, it's not like the the franchises that are getting these road game clusters all appear to be ones that make good decisions. So I'm just mm. saying it. Uh, why not? You you bunch you bunch it together. Maybe it's better than spreading it out. I, I don't Miles know. Miles Sanders versus a soft New York Giants rush defense. Boston Scott, aka Giant Slayer himself. That, that's six the games against the Giants. He has eight touchdowns and hurts against the Blitz. That's the only way Giants can get a pass rush. They're not going to get a pass rush with four guys. Oh, see, you got to watch the tape from last week. First game they had their full pass rush. 
they got after the quarterback last week. So I well, do, and, and I, I and would I rate our they, offensive line better than the Commanders. Oh sure, but that but that's the angle. The the pass rush is healthy for the first time. They might not to they might not need to blitz as much like they didn't need to last week. And uh, at the end of the day, like you said, Jalen Hurts had his worst game as a pro against a team that was much worse than this. Uh, kitchen sink from the offense. A lot of the media is coming after Kafka right now and Dable <laughs> and the play calling. So I do. What think is what's in that sink? Uh, hopefully lots of gimmicky plays that can trick the Eagles defense because obviously if they play this game straight up, the, the, the giants are going to have a hard time uh, keeping pace. It is an NFC East game. The giants did just play a randomly close game with the Dallas Cowboys uh, where they backdoor covered a game that most analytics will tell you should have been somewhere in like the five point range. The angle here is simply this Jalen hurts has another one of those bad games. This is a low scoring game. I, I, I gave this out on the, uh, you know, if you want to have some fanboy shit and hear Sean pick uh, straight up winners, you can go listen to die hard Eagles. But uh, I gave it out 17, 19. It's been the score before it will be the score again. This time the giants went out, right? And you're devastated. You have nothing to say. You're going to be angry. It's going to hurt. It's going to be annoying. I mean, it, there's anything's possible in the national football league grind, but I think this is, you know, it's a 31 17 game. Okay. Eagles put it on them. You think you're going to get your ass kicked. You think the Eagles are going to score 31 points. I think they're going to. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to put up over 30. I'll say under. <laughs> All right. Under Cleveland, Cincinnati. I, I mean, you, the Eagles aren't scoring 31 points this week. That's, okay. That's a crazy take. Clip that. That's a crazy take. What's Cl that? What? Why is that crazy? What's their team total at? I don't know. 27 and a half. <laughs> yeah. So saying they're going to score 30 point, 31 points is not crazy. No, that yeah. 20, probably 25 and a half. Yeah. I, they, they're not scoring 31 points. You can clip it. Browns okay. head to Cincinnati. Feels like a while since we've seen Brown of the elf. Uh, we got to check in on that situation. Well, I mean, when the when the Bucks came to, there must have been some weird juju with, you know, um, the curse that his ex wife put on him. That somehow that was stronger than Brownie the Elf's curse, because they they got that nice win over the Bucks at home. I, I did see that sweet ass uh, SGP sweatshirt underneath someone wearing a, a Brownie, Brownie the, the Elf, elf hat. So that I, I guess they they, they go together. Uh, Browns here with Mr. Watson back. Sean, take to the road. They're catching six here, plus two fifteen on the money line. Burrow minus six, minus two sixty. Forty seven is the total. I think you'll probably see people talk about how Joe Burrow has never beat the Cleveland Browns. Yep, but guys. I think are, people will bring that up. Guys are discussing it in the chat. I mean, yeah, you could you could say they have his number or he's due. Kind of depends on how you want to frame it. I think the real uh the real X factor is uh Joe Mixon coming back. This Browns rushing defense is horrible. And Nick Chubb also could have a pretty good game against the Bengals. They're not completely stout against the run. Uh, I mean, it's this is really tough because I don't want to take a division favorite like You remember the, they just fucked them up too. Yeah. And the and the Bengals are they have to be motivated, but the Browns have really owned them. They've won eight of the last nine meetings. Browns have had zero offensive touchdowns against uh, against the Texans. Zero. Do you know how it's how hard it is not to score an offensive touchdown against the Texans? I, yeah, I I just I'm not sure I can bet on Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson looked bad. Yeah, 
And the I, not many. I mean, the Texans are benching. They're going back to Davis Mills. That's how bad Kyle Allen was last week. Yeah, they going back to a guy they already benched. You don't see that very often. I don't know. I mean, no, it, it really is, and that's why Ryan. That's why we watch every game. That's why mm, we watch a shit ton of this stuff because. If you looked at the trends, if you looked at the numbers, the analytics, you're like, all right, Cleveland division dog, lot of value, some CLV, mm. I'm in. But if you watch Deshaun Watson, if you watch Deshaun Watson throw a football last week, in good conscience, I cannot recommend to the audience betting on the Browns. And maybe he pulls it out, and maybe there really is something no. to them owning this division. But I think the claim was he wasn't pulling again. Out. There's a there's a glimmer in some team's eyes. I saw it in Derek Carr. It was when he was wiping some mascara out of his eyes. I certainly saw it in Joe Burrow. I mean, you want to you want to be you want to get excited. You want to get ready to run through a brick wall for someone. Listen to Joe Burrow's press conference where he's like, "Yeah, it's December. We're ready to go. This is when the team gets better. This is when we really start gelling." And again, I was on them beating the Chiefs. I thought they were the better team and I thought they were going to get up for that game. And I think they're going to get up for this game as well. Like Joe Burrow is a guy that knows everyone's talking shit. Hasn't beat the Browns. yet, hasn't beat the Browns. I mean, he knows he's got to be able to beat the Browns. Listen to this. So last season they go to Paul Brown stadium. They get their ass beat by Cleveland 41, 16. Yep. All right. Last game of the season. Oh, I'm sorry. That was at home. Last game of the season, they go to Cleveland. Joe Burrow doesn't play, but previous weeks they had just beaten Kansas City 34-31. Before that, 41-21 over Baltimore. What do you think they were about to do to that Cleveland team? They were about to bend them over. So I think maybe this is the culmination of that. I'm with you. I think you lay the points. This gets to a touchdown, right? Uh, well, I, I don't know. I think they I think Cleveland will get enough support because they've won a couple games in a row. It's a division game. People still like Deshaun Watson. People, most people didn't watch that, that Browns Texans game. and would just be like, Oh yeah, they won by two touchdowns. And don't underestimate Joe burrow being the like respectful guy (laughs) who is, he just wants to take it. You know? Yeah. Joe burrow. They said, you see what I did to that asshole Deshaun Watson, (laughs) Joe burrow is going to go out of his way to get massages this week and not request to be jerked off or have (laughs) fingers put up in his butt to send a message to this team. (laughs) He's one of those guys who will get penetration. Ryan, we got a ton of games coming up before we get to that. Shout out to Dave. That's right. If you're like me or old me, I mean, back in the day, money was super tight before I obviously got this sick ass chain. Uh, I mean, there I was driving a 91 Ford Escort station wagon. Again, you're a working stiff. There's no shame that uh, I mean, the economy is complete dog crap right now. You're not getting the shifts, the overtime. Maybe they're laying people off. Whatever it is, you might need a couple extra bucks. No shame in that. Dave is the banking app that's here to help. They can get you up to $500 instantly with extra cash. Uh, and Dave, uh, the great thing about that is no interest, late fees, or credit checks. Again, you just, it's the holidays. You need a couple extra bucks. You got to get some presents put under the tree. Um, whatever it is, you, you, there's some, you, you might need 500 bucks. 
Dave is here to help. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. All you got to do is go to uh, download Dave in the app store or go to dave.com slash SGPN so they know we sent you. That's dave.com slash SGPN. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve Bank and Trust member F D I C. Ryan, I thought it'd be fun to um, do a little. Uh, it is the holidays. Oh. It'd be fun to do a little uh, holiday sing along. Tis the season for clean balls. Fa la 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 la. All right. Actually, I'm I'm doing a read for a good buddy's over at Manscaped. See, I tricked you. Hey, you know how Santa keeps his sack satiny smooth? He uses Manscaped. Mm. That's right. They didn't even write that one. They did write the clean balls, the satiny smooth uh, <laughs> sack line. That was for me. And again, uh, <laughs> you gotta be careful. It's too smooth, right? I, I've never, I've never had a woman complain like, "Wow, there is not enough hair on this sack. There is not enough." <laughs> I mean, think about it. Has a woman ever complained like, oh, your balls aren't hairy enough? No, no woman has said that. And why not dominate the white elephant gift exchange with a sweet manscaped.com uh, platinum package? Uh, Grant, it is great. It's a great stocking stuffer. If you're one of the uh, 2% of the female listeners to our show, first out, shout out to you gals. Uh, perfect gift for your man. And uh, you know they got it all. The the lawn the lawnmower 4.0 that thing is awesome. Um, they got the preserver cologne, the shears 2.0. Again, it is manscape. It's the gift that keeps on giving by helping you destroy your pubes. Just go to uh, manscape.com. Use promo code SGP twenty percent off and free shipping at manscape.com. Promo code SGP manscape. For a perfect gift that will be the holidays' biggest hit. Yeah, those ladies should also chime in on the uh, Brock Hard Purdy versus Big Cock Brock conversation. Yes, uh, Jacksonville heads to Tennessee. Tennessee just fired their GM, Sean. Uh, that's got to that, that's got to feel great if you're AJ Brown. They don't give you the deal that you want. They trade you to a different team that you play. You ball out, have an amazing game, and then they fire the guy that traded you. The video. As a, as a man who's dreamed of revenge on my enemies, this is just isn't that the greatest thing of all time? The video of Rabel reacting to the AJ Brown trade. Yeah, he's all uh, like circulating. I mean, why wouldn't he be? We discussed this on the Titans preview that you know the, there's there's a little bit of like the the stink of tank here. Um, like maybe they're trying to do a rebuild. It didn't seem like Vrabel would be down with that. Maybe Vrabel, uh, this was some sort of uh, you know, coup. He basically said, "Fuck you. We're still winning games. Get the fuck out of here." What? What? It, honestly, all right. So they trade AJ Brown that night. Mike Vrabel drags this this weasel of a GM up to management and says, <laughs> "If on if, if week fourteen we're winning this division." Even with this guy trading away my best player, fire him. I'm in control. Well, according to him, he was informed of the decision, but was not involved. <laughs> do do they hire another GM or is it going to be Vrabel? Oh, Does that's Vrabel an interesting get the, question. Maybe there is a power play here. I I mean, I know they have an interim guy. There's AKA also AKA puppet. There's also some weird stuff going on with like the OC getting a DUI on a road trip. There, I feel like there's more stuff. That needs to come out about the GM because it, I mean he was a pretty well respected guy in the league 
and sounds like he's he's not going to really need to wait around for another job offer. So the fact that they fired him mid-season while they're in the division lead, Makes I think there think might something be something happened. else is going on. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I we've seen stuff happen because owners are embarrassed, right? Like, yeah. I mean, we well, saw it with Mara recently. Like th- th- sometimes rich guys just say, fuck it. That's enough. And, and I think Ryan, and this isn't even a conspiracy theory. I think at this point, I think the Eagles fan base got um, the Titans general manager fired because if you saw there was video of a bunch of Eagles fans uh, that were situated right next to the Titans box. And they were up there yelling at him, giving him the finger going E a G L E S. Imagine you had to do that for four hours and then screaming at you. You got rid of AJ Brown. You dumb motherfucker. That, that might cause you to fire a guy. If I'm a rich owner, I think they don't like to get embarrassed to your point, Ryan. I, and I also think that, you know, th- there's 0% chance this locker room is fully stable. And I think we've only seen the best of this team when Traylon Burks has been healthy. Their passing game, and again, that's probably a big reason, or certainly helped with the Eagles. He ain't healthy right now. No, Traylon Burks, I don't think is no. going to play. I mean, he he was he was stiff for a long time. He's going to be he's going to miss a couple of games, especially now that they care about concussions. What's an underrated injury is is uh, Christian Fulton. He's out. Their other cornerback is out. Like they're they're both their cornerbacks are pretty banged up. And Tannehill reaggravated his ankle during that game. So you have a and that was really like the only play that kind of sparked them. Derrick Henry is have is having trouble. I don't like taking the Jags, but Ryan, we haven't even gotten gotten to it. The Jags are a close your eyes special. I'm a little concerning that it doesn't, you know, the, the close your eyes special is supposed to be gross. And I guess what makes this gross. Oh, it's still pretty gross. Cause it's the Jags on the road. Trevor Lawrence is banged up. That's why it's gross. That's what makes it, but gross. he came back into the game. I know he's soft. I know he's Goldilocks. He needs his bed just right. I, I would rather, you know, CJ beat hard is the backup for the Titans. Um, who's the backup for the Jags? I don't know that off the top of my head, Ryan. Uh, yeah, I, I almost out loud said, "Isn't it Trevor Simeon?" No, Trevor Simeon's in the Bears. Oh no, sorry, Beathard is the backup oh, for the uh, Jags. The Jags. I if you give me Beathard and seven points, I like him better than Trevor and four points. But also, we we, I mean, Jalen Hurts was balling out, no doubt. But that that Titans pass defense, especially without Christian Fulton, was really really suspect. So I think I think the Jags are going to be able to light them up. I think it's um, you know it's a division game, so I don't think it's going to be a blowout. But I definitely like them in the points. And, and don't yeah, and don't underrate. And, and the other side is Derrick Henry should be able to run all over them. But I think the fact that they become so one dimensional without Traylon Burks. Um, you know, my boy Chiga Chiga Wuzie, um, whatever his name is, the tight end. I Chiga Kongwo. A Kongwo? A Kwan. Had a little bit Aquano. of whiskey. I don't know if I can even try and pronounce it. I think it's a Kwano. I'm just sipping that beautiful whiskey you guys gave me for Christmas. <laughs> Chigozim Okonkwo. Okonkwo. And I apologize for messing up his name because the dude is a beast. Uh, and he He's a fun guy to take on uh, overs for receiving props because he all he needs is like one play and he just has an amazing yards after the catch. Then getting more and more involved. Uh, j- uh, funny enough, Sean just spent my last couple dollars in the FFPC main event on him, uh, taking taking him to the championship. He he could Jig? 
He could be scoring me points on my Jig. way to a half million dollars. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, we'll sweat that out. So together. you're on the Jags. Obviously, right? I I have played every closure eyes special this year. Yep. Unlike you, uh, it is four and two, and and fun now. I let me. I, I think I have an updated number for this, Sean. But uh, the the closure eyes special official one ninety one one forty four and six fifty seven percent. Wow. Since whenever this data store, uh, I think maybe like two thousand and two. All right. Houston, Dallas. Uh, no one needs to this game. Thank thank God this isn't a, a random game at one o'clock. Seventeen point spread in the National Football League, Sean. Sixteen, uh minus sixteen hundred. Plus nine hundred for one game. Nine, nine I mean, that's insane. Nine to one on the uh, for the Texans. Forty five is the total. A uh, couple nuggets here. Davis Mills will be back after being benched because uh no, Kyle I Allen sucks. And uh, I saw a little nugget about Pep Hamilton uh, potentially being Mr. Harbaugh's OC when he leaves Michigan to come coach in the NFL again. Hmm. Other than that, there's not much to say here other than you take set you you take seventeen, right? Seventeen points is an insane number. And Ryan, if you have your model up. Plug that in, because you don't get seventeen many uh, many times in the National Football League. Now I know the Texans are an auto fade, but you have to when auto fades battle against auto fades. Um, you know you, you, you got to figure you 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 gotta you gotta lean to uh, fading the Cowboys. And this is a look ahead spot for Dallas. So they got the Jags next week on deck. This team is clearly going to be looking ahead. I actually think Damian Pierce against this Dallas defense. I think they might be he might be able to succeed a little bit. I think Davis Mills has the locker room. Give me Davis Mills in 17 points. All right, this has happened. So non-conference I I built this as a non-conference. And shout out to the listeners uh Tarek El Gale, Dallas mm. 0 and 4 ATS in the last 4 after scoring 30 plus points. The Dow- the Cowboys are an ultimate front runner team. You know, they're like the Lakers, right? Hey, we won by a bunch of points. Oh, we don't need to show up this week. I would also our boy po- Alex Caruso do all the rebounding. I'd also point out they were up two points in the fourth quarter against the Colts last week before yeah. some wild shit happened. Now, Kyle Allen was capable of that wild shit happening for Deshaun Watson last week. Davis Mills hopefully can do a better job. That's the other part. I think there's a, a clear quarterback. Now we know there's a clear quarterback upgrade. Sean, 17 and a half points. Has been the spread. Oh wow, seventeen points has been the spread over the last three season four times. Two and two ATS to the and to the dog and at least one win. As Holland Oates is pointing out in the YouTube chat, uh, Rams Jets that had to be right up there at a uh, seventeen uh, points. Yes, December twentieth to uh, twenty twenty, the Jets won outright twenty three to twenty. As dog. a seventeen and a half point dog, <laughs> I, the, it's funny. Uh, there's there's a couple. I mean that that's insane. Uh, there's a couple seventeen and a half point dogs. Miami beat New England as a tw- uh, seventeen and a half point dog, December 29th, uh, twenty nineteen. So uh, very. I mean it's nine to one, and the, I I joke around always with the uh, well, that's uh, when we're giving out the props. So that's a set. That's nine to one is seventeen points on a Sunday. 
Do are we playing the money line later? I am. I'm not gonna make it my official dog, but Round you know Robin. I'm gonna have the Texans money line. Tie something. it to everything. All right, let's move along <laughs> to the afternoon games. 105 kick here on the West Coast. Kansas City heads to Denver. Chiefs laying nine minus one or four fifty on the money line. Denver Russ plus three fifty. Forty four is the total. <sighs> I every I mean all right so Denver they they even defeated the teaser last week. Uh, this Chiefs team is just really good and they're playing really well right now. Are they? They just lost to the Bengals. Uh, that just Joe Burrow has his number. I think they needed it. They needed Mahomes, that for the playoffs so they Mahomes can have Mahomes nine and zero against the Broncos. Twelve touchdowns, four interceptions. The Chiefs have won the last thirteen meetings. You know, to beat Kansas City, you have to be able to score. I, I, I don't. Can the Broncos? Are the Broncos going to get a touchdown, right? I don't. I don't think so. And Mahomes has never lost a road divisional game. Yeah, that's the other nugget. He's nine and five eight ATS, but he's never lost a road divisional game. Uh, and uh, Andy Reid in his second consecutive road game with the Chiefs, he's nine and four ATS. Patrick Mahomes off a loss. Nine and six ATS. Uh, I think Kelsey, nice bounce back spot for the, him. Again, the the concern possibly it's the middle game of a three game road stretch. But guess who's on deck, Sean? The Texans. Well, and the Chiefs need this. I mean, they they can't take their foot off the gas. They just they're coming off a loss. No, you're right. You're right. They're focused. If they were, if they had, if they beat the Bengals, I you could talk me into them smelling themselves Ugh. a little bit, but. I get it's at elevation, but I mean, Russ. This is now public side number three that I'll be on with Kansas City, right? Or or, or is this enough to where you can just take the defense and lay and pray? No, because I the defense has shown moments where they kind of give up because they're the offense is so bad. I mean, when you lose a game 10-9, it's like, dude, we went on the road and, and Held it down to ten points. Like at some point, the defense completely so the defense completely cracks. It's just not fair to put this pressure on the defense. Four for fifty six, previous game four for fifty seven. Travis Kelsey chirp chirp chirp. Maybe they don't lose that game to the Bengals if Travis Kelsey gets involved a little bit more. I think he also eats this game for for the prop uh, player. And by the way, Sean, shout out to our fellow podcasters. Uh, Shout out to the the folks who took the uh, Travis. We should be celebrating a Travis Kelsey over after this game as well. Uh, season a player prop, and it's only week fourteen, so uh, hopefully I didn't just jinx it. Carolina coming off the bye. Sam Darnold takes to the road. Sean, we are great. We told you earlier this season we might have had the last opportunity to fade Baker on the road. Well, <laughs> I I knew we had our we had already had our last Sam Darnold road fade spot, but it's back. It's it's like the McRib, Sean. They're bringing <laughs> it back for one more run. Seattle. It, it's hilarious. Like the uh, what is this? Some of, makes some, of no the, sense. some of the takes I saw where it's like, <laughs> and Sam Darnold, he looked pretty good what? at home against that Broncos defense. Guys, what are you talking about? Stop it! Stop it! And stop. he's got he's got a bye week to work on being Sam Darnold. Guys, Sam Darnold he was out for eight weeks with a concussion, maybe yeah. longer. He was eleven for nineteen for hundred sixty four yards and a touchdown. Now, if you want to talk about playing. DJ Moore against his Seattle defense. Okay, I'll listen, but I don't. 
again, I'm sure this is a super public side as well, but I can't take uh, and we discussed Panthers. and we discussed this earlier, Sean. But I, 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 you had mentioned Foreman was going to be out. I saw something that where Foreman said he was going. He ninety five percent. He said he's playing. So uh, I thought they ruled him out. Well, okay, maybe I misread I, something, but um, I think one way or another. The angle you like Carolina is they are able to establish the run against this t- this Seattle defense that has turned out to not be as good as they were playing in the middle of the season. Uh, sp- specifically against the run, we've seen them get gashed repeatedly. Uh, they're down to twenty fourth in DVOA against the run now, still eighteenth against the pass. But th- that's the narrative if you're picking Carolina here. You're 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 saying you know what? I think uh, I think this offense is really going to take off. <laughs> under the tutelage of Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold on the road in his career. I mean, we have a decent sample size, seven uh, wins, 18 losses, 23 touchdowns, 26 interceptions, 5.39 yards per attempt. I mean, for me, it's, you put that, um, is that his straight up record? Cause that's yeah. also his, his ATS record. That's funny. Um, you know, are, are the Seahawks looking ahead? I don't think you can when you're kind of hanging on for your playoff life. They're, they're not in the, the playoffs now. No, there's yeah, they're in the mix here for the NFC West. Is this a look ahead spot? Well, it is a look ahead spot in the fact that they have San Francisco on a Thursday night. So that that certainly is a concern. But on the other side, this is a huge travel spot for Carolina. I it doesn't seem like Kenneth Walker is going to go, but I do like. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett versus this Carolina secondary. It, I, I, yeah, well, Carolina is going to be the square sharp side of the week, I think. Yeah, right. I'm and not Sam Darnold on the road. Pete Care. This is a back against the game. If you look at the rest of the schedule for the Seattle Seahawks, San Francisco, Kansas City, New York Jets, Los Angeles Rams. They are competing with the Niners for a playoff spot. The Niners schedule down the stretch at uh, Tampa, at Seattle, Washington, at Las Vegas, Arizona. Not quite as difficult. So I do think this is a must win game for the Seahawks. Lay the points. Bucks head to San Francisco to take on the Niners. Niners laying three and a half, minus 185 on the money line. One uh, Bucks plus 155 coming off Monday Night Football. Lucky ass win for Tom Brady. Brock Card Mark, Mark Ingram is a giant pussy. Well, I'll 30, say this: he did apologize, and he uh, that, was like, "I cool. should have got this." Still a pussy. Thirty-seven <laughs> is the total. You want to hear a crazy nugget, Sean? Well, I'll start off with this crazy nugget: Brockard Purdy is favored over Tom Brady. That's how the NFL doesn't give a fuck about your history or what you've done. Hey, you're Tom Brady. All right, you're getting three and a half points against Brock Purdy. Tom Brady was wrapping up his career at Michigan when Brock Purdy was born. <laughs> uh, so that's it's great that you brought that up. Do you know there was one other time when Tom Brady was a dog to a rookie? Oh, that's a great that's a great nugget. What do you got? Tennessee, two thousand six. They were laying three and a half against Tom Brady and the Patriots with Vince Young. Wow. Only other time it's happened. The Patriots win. Patriots. Uh, I don't have the outcome of that game. I have the nugget. I don't have the outcome. Um, a- another kind of outlier uh, situation here. Um, this is also a Tom Brady. Patriots won forty to twenty three. Oh, there you go. So we can assume they covered there. 
Oh no, they were three and a half yeah, point no, dogs. Uh, the they uh, Tom, Tom. The difference is Tom Brady's offensive line sucks. Yeah, and Tom Brady kind of sucks too. I I mean, I watched Whoa. that comeback, but he is he's just not in sync with these receivers. He's overthrowing Scotty Miller, costing me a Scotty Miller anytime touchdown. If they lose, they go under their win total. Do you know the last time Tom Brady went under his win total? Oh, that's a good nugget. I'm going to give you an opportunity here. Okay. Uh, I'll say, well, I, he must've, um, it's probably like 2018, 2009. Really? They've been 10 0 and two to the number since. So uh, Tom Brady's cliff is here guys. That's it. This is the end. You lay the three and a half. Nick Bost is going to eat. I'm worried we could see the, a that career offensive ending. line is just with without worse. They're just a, a different team, and you know Cam Jordan was having a really good game. It really just came down to the Saints offense completely shit in the bed, and I don't think that's going to happen with the 49ers at home. And the Bucks are on a short week all the way going out to the West Coast. I didn't mention that with the Panthers, but that's a big travel. Tom Brady going home. I get he'll be motivated, but he. It's less about his motivation. He's just not in sync with these receivers. Godwin, Julio Jones. They they just cannot get on the same page to save their life. And really, Tom Brady just doesn't want to get hit. He's getting rid of the ball super, well, super quick. Nick Bosa might kill him. Well, I don't think he's gonna get a chance because Tom Brady's gonna throw it away. And I don't think this offense is predicated on these quick passes. They don't they don't have it figured out. And flat earth oracle saying Brady doesn't suck. He's fighting against one of the worst coaching staffs in all football. You're right. Like they they're also clearly, I still think he kind of sucks, but I do think they are dealing with Todd Bowles and that offense and that coaching in general has just been bad. And you used to be able to rely on the Bucks rush defense carrying the Bucks defense. It's not there anymore. The rush defense is super soft. They don't have the same linebackers, or they're not playing as well. Like Christian McCaffrey is going to have a good game. Debo Samuel is going to have a good game. Kittle, I think, could have a good game. Like I, I think they're going to be able to move the ball on the Bucks defense. Saints are a pretty bad team, and they needed a prayer. I, no, I know it's a rivalry a game, and and we probably should be saying you know you throw that out. It, it, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I, I just don't see a, a responsible way to find myself onto the the Bucks here. Money splits, Sean. What what would you think? We're we're gonna lay three and a half with Brock Hard Purdy, a rookie. I think it's a Mr. public side. Mr. Irrelevant. Public side. Tom Brady is? No, Brock Purdy is. It's it's look it looks pretty evenly split. All right, let's go. Numbers fair. All right. Well, w- real quick, Sean, you'll like this. This is kind of an anti Shanahan nugget. Okay. Do you know that Shanahan last week with the victory over Mike McDaniel? For the first time in his career, has over five hundred is over five hundred <laughs> in the regular season. Legend, coach, taking ninety three games. And shout out to the Football Outsiders uh, podcast for this nugget. The, it's second longest it took of any coach to get to the point of being over five hundred. Well, Tied with Gary Kubiak, the longest. Tom Landry took him one hundred and thirty seven games to to have a record over five hundred in the. In the Regular season. That's insane. You know who's number 10 on that list? Jerry Glanville. Shout out to uh, Jerry. Shout still, out to friend of the program. Still racing, uh, racing cars with the best of them. All right. Sunday night football, Dolphins, Chargers. 
Dolphins laying three minus one sixty five on the money line. Fifty two is the total. Chargers plus one forty. The Dolphins had some. Uh, they they stayed at a sleepaway camp. Uh, Tua Tua had the top bunk. Uh, coach had the bottom bunk. Uh, you got Mike McDaniel working up, you know, whipping up some frappuccinos for the team. They did s'mores. Uh, Tyree Kill played. They played I, tag. Tyree right. Kill won. The Dolphins are gonna fuck the Chargers up. It is. It <laughs> it's is another this public. Is just, this is just a horrible matchup for the Chargers. I mean, the Chargers defense is just so so bad. I I can't remember anything like it. And and again. <laughs> I'm sitting there with Decker watching these games. This is and the Dolphins are coming off a loss. Like if you if they would have beat the 49ers, you could talk me into smelling myself. Like they they told themselves we need to get one win on the West Coast. And now they got to get this Chargers win. The Chargers cornerbacks cannot slow down, you know, Tyreek Hill and Waddle. Waddle looks like he's getting back to healthy. Tua got a little banged up. I mean, Tua thrives against bottom 10 defenses. And that's what you have with the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers are 17 25 against the spread in Los Angeles. I just don't, and maybe it ends up being a shootout and Herbert falls out. But man, like, I just don't see it. His yards per attempt are way down. They, they're not aggressive on offense. Um, Staley has just been horrible as far as like coaching decisions and what to call when. And you get this Dolphins team coming off a loss. They just played the Raiders, and and this could be um, cap uh, cap catcher in the YouTube chat pointing it out. Raheem Mostert, I also really like in DFS. I think he's going. I'm co-signing his point. I think he's going to have a really big game. That's there's no physicality on this Chargers team at all, and they're very susceptible to the deep shots. Devontae Adams just destroyed him in a division game. So the simple handicap is as such: the Chargers just played the Raiders, really, yep. really struggled to move the ball against the piss poor defense. Now they play the San Francisco 49ers, or I'm sorry, now they play the Miami Dolphins, who have at, at minimum are a mediocre defense. On the flip side, the Chargers, well, or I'm sorry, the Dolphins, they just played the toughest defense in the league. Now they play, as you point out. A soft, not physical defense. The case against the the contrarian case here would be simple. Uh, Miami, maybe they don't have a ton of fans. They're not going to travel like some of these other teams and take over the stadium. And you're dealing with a situation where they're not without their starting tackles. They signed Eric Fisher off the street. That's always a bit terrifying. But I I don't think I think going forward, I'm just not going to look to fade those. Uh, culture building moment situations, long flights to Europe, uh, road trips where we stay an extra week somewhere and we do stuff like have sleepovers. Dolphins by a million. I, I, I feel bad, but the Chargers, this is, we're seeing it again. It's happening once again, the same way that it, putting it in my football reminders, Sean. And do fl- not, do not think the Chargers will be different this year. Flat Earth uh, making a good point, as he often does. Um, only thing I worry about with Miami is that Tua got exposed last week, and his confidence could be shattered. I, I think you could talk me into that angle and that narrative normally, but to your point, Ryan, I think the week of bonding, the week of like, hey, 49ers, good defense, they kind of got us. Um, and I, I mean, he's just gonna be licking his chops against his defense. It, 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 yeah. And Tyree Kill still got wide open for a deep bomb. 
everything Mike McDaniel does. Like is, if Bosa was playing for the Chargers still, or some of these other guys that they lost earlier in the season, and they had a legit pass rush, uh, you could talk me into it. But I, I the Dolphins are just gonna fuck him up. Everything this team needs to D- do is based on Herbert's the run. Herbert's gonna make like three awesome throws. Decker will be really excited. Yeah, and they're gonna lose by. 21 points. Everything this team does is because of the run game. They just played San Francisco number two against the run. They're now playing the Chargers number 30 against the run. It that's the simplest and 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 most straightforward handicap you can have. Yeah, the, the, football the running team the running stuff as well is is Tua did throw a bunch of ducks and hopefully that doesn't show back up. And hopefully Khalil Mack doesn't dominate the tackles and ruin the entire game for us. No, that's but possible. I, I mean Tua's also hurt hurt worth noting. Yeah, but he's he sounds he's like he's Island pretty strong. legit. Uh, Mike Williams might play uh, again. It's taken him so long to get back to playing, and he's had so many setbacks. It's hard to really uh, imagine he's going to have a huge impact in his first game back. Sean, I saw a great tweet. They were they were making a comparison for Justin Herbert, Philip Rivers. <laughs> Puts up a lot of numbers. Always seems to not. Be good enough. Doesn't Sean, win playoff games. I mean, got to think about it. We we uh, we really coming down the the back stretch here. Pretty chalky, Sean. Last game. See, I don't care. I'm pick winners. I, I know right? you don't care. I'm just I'm pointing it out. I'm just observing. I'm making an observation. Monday night football. We've got the New England Patriots coming off Thursday night football. The Arizona Cardinals coming off a bye, so both teams well rested here. Patriots laying a point and a half, minus one twenty-five on the money line. Cardinals plus one hundred five. Forty-four and a half is the total. <laughs> I mean, I mean the 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 Cardinals suck, but where do the Patriots get off being non-conference road favorites? Uh, I, I that I don't understand. I and can't handicap this team. I have to. I just which team? The Patriots. I have no clue what we're gonna get week to week. No, it's the, very difficult. The way they could win this game is obviously Belichick is much better coach than Cliff, and they they just beat the shit out of him with Ramondre Stevenson. They have the home field advantage. I, I'm going cards here though. Um, I think Hopkins is a. I mean Hopkins against Jalen Mills or whatever they're trying. First game back or first game with Hollywood and DeAndre. On no, the field. and and again they're coming off the or uh, second game. I'm sorry coming off the buy. So maybe, you know, maybe Kyler's dealing with some carpal tunnel, his gaming rig. He needs to get like a better, you know, better posture set up there. But I, I just, why would the Patriots be favored? Why? I, I don't get it. And we've seen it so far this season, Belichick's defense versus a scrambling quarterback. I mean, they made Justin Fields look like a hall of famer. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I they, we didn't see a ton of running from Josh Allen last week. So I guess worth noting, but cliff Kingsbury did play for bill Belichick. Yeah. Does that matter? Maybe he's got an inside scoop. Reven- Trevor, Trevor's, spot. Trevor's a Cardinals uh, fan. He's saying uh, we will lose. We fucking suck. Mark my words. We always lose at the Pats. This is going to be different. Trevor, you guys get the dub. They're due for a win. Cardinals aren't great, but this is um, yeah, I mean, this is, this is where you take them, right? Uh, kind of like a sloppy team falling apart, but they, they have so many skill guys that can really get it done. And I don't know. You got Mac Jones yelling at Matt Patricia, who is there as uh, yeah. It's like, 
what is he doing as their uh, offensive the, coordinator? The, you have no idea. The Patricia smoke seems to be real too. It, it seems like more than Mac Jones ha- maybe is taking issue with how who who saw that coming, Sean? Who saw Matt Patricia not being a good offensive coordinator? Bill, Literally Col- everyone. It's Gr- Grandpa Bill. He's starting to lose it. <laughs> I mean, it is funny when like the the consensus public has is just completely out on something and they're they're totally right. It's crazy. I I think it's time to hand the play calling duties over to Joe Judge. I really do. Mac is that what Mac Jones wants? He wants Joe calling the plays. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, obvious play on the Cardinals. Obvious play. Is it? I mean, I I I yeah. mean, in the public's all on the Patriots, right? Uh, I, yes, I think it's a fringe public game. I I think maybe by kickoff, we'll be seeing two and a half and we'll be, well, Well, I mean the fact that they're road favorites suggests they, they think they can get some public action on it. Yeah. Also just, it's the time of year when the, you know, chatterheads are looking for some action. (laughs) It's a baby fucking well, you know, if they're willing to, to, to lay, to lay it, why not put it out there for them? No one's betting the Cardinals. And and candidly, like, what are the what do the NFL standings tell you about the Cardinals' chances to make the playoffs? Slim. They gotta they gotta win this game, Ryan. Would you say their backs against the wall? Yeah, totally. Um, Patriots kind of are too, but yeah, but uh, this is just I don't know, man. Again, that maybe the Ramondre going off and carrying the the team certainly is in the uh, realm of possibilities, but. Uh, I'm gonna I'm arriving my boy Cliff, small dog. Let's go. Ryan, it is time for the lock dog and tease. Presented by WinBet, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. Bet hundred dollars. Get a hundred dollar free bet. Shout out to the chat. They've been on fire. Uh always great to see them and uh, interacting with them. Toss us a like, toss us a subscription. I know a lot of people uh, watch the shows and then don't end up subscribing, subscribe, turn the notifications on. So you can be a part of the DGENs only family. Please always like reading uh, the comments on air when we are live and uh, let's go baby Kramer. Come on, let's do it. Coming off. What were we uh, last week in the circuit millions three and two, right? Uh, uh, maybe two and three. No, we're three and two. Okay. Um, New Orleans plus four, Detroit plus check, one. Check. And then three losses. San Francisco minus three and a half and two losses. Oh, all right. Three and two. Yeah. All right. You want me to start tease? I'm going to give it a tease first. Let's just get it. Okay. I like your, I like your zagging a little bit. Yeah. We're going to just, because th- there's some pretty simple systems going on here. Arizona goes to seven and a half. Okay. Baltimore goes to eight and a half. And Kansas City goes to a field goal. Okay. That's how I'm going to start. Then we're going to pivot over to the dog where, <clears throat> you know, beep, 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 Jags outright plus 170. Oh. oh, that that's 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 the way I'm playing the close your eyes special. For my plays, give me or for my locks, give me. I mean San Francisco laying the three and a half against Tom Brady. I'm gonna I'm gonna lock up Brock. Wait, hold on. Pause for a second. That's a bad idea, right? Why? Brock Purdy against Tom Brady. Brock Hard Purdy. No, it's it's just thinking it has the 49ers defense no, against Cross them. it off. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, that would be bad juju. Second lock. 
So you're locking it yeah, in. I'm, you I'm have locked. to redo the lock, Ryan. Lock San Francisco minus three and a half. I, you know what? I was really happy to have the Brock Brock Hard Purdy, uh, 2024, whenever the next election cycle is. Second lock. You know, uh, very dangerously close to locking up another backup quarterback, but I won't do it. I do think this is just a pure narrative play on Joe Burrow. We're not getting the best of the number here, but it's not yet a touchdown. Joe Burrow, uh, ironically, does horrible things to Deshaun Watson and his team. <laughs> All right, you got two locks. You got a dog. You got a tease. All right, for me, I mean, this first one's easy. Miami minus three. They're just gonna completely, utterly destroy. It's a good. It's a good play. The Dolphins minus three. Um, my other lock. Got a couple that are kicking around. Give me the Jets plus nine and a half. I I don't understand why this competent Jets team is getting so many points in a division game. Also, almost locked this one up. That. It were the Bills tried really hard to to beat the Jets last time. Yeah, and I know that like there will be motivation, but this wasn't a game where weird shit happened. They just got shut down. Uh, D Bet is saying Eagles a lock. Yeah, I I, I hear you. I just Juju wise, I only pick the Eagles in a lock when their backs are against the wall. But um, I do think they destroyed the New York Giants in a big way. For my dog, I kind of want to copy your dog, Ryan, do with it. the Jags uh, on the money line. I, I I think this is a tough spot for the Titans. But I'm gonna I'm gonna zag. Give me the small dog. It's Minnesota Vikings team just keeps winning games. Give me the Vikings on the money line. I do like that Jags play though as well. For my tees. Uh, give me Cincinnati to pick. Hmm. Give me uh, KC down to three. Just gonna copy me. And then give me the Jags plus ten. Hmm. Crossing some key numbers there, right? Very key numbers. Very key numbers indeed. All right, time for our circuit millions pick. So we're gonna put in San Francisco minus three and a half. I was actually dialing up a little parlay too while you were uh, Cincinnati minus six, Miami minus three and a half, Jets plus nine and a half. What is our? I feel like it's got to be the Jags because I like them. You have them as your dog. Just re- yeah, uh, and oh, it's a close your yeah, eyes special. Definitely put it in there. Okay. Um, Jags and Texans parlayed on the on the money line. <laughs> and what is that? Oh my god! What do you think it is? Thirty to one. Uh, you barely overshot it. It's uh, twenty-seven to one. <laughs> let's fucking go. Is that the is that the uh, agree? Yeah, well, let's give out that as a DJ's play. No, uh, we can't keep fucking with the Texans, right? No. All right. Well, then, what's our? I mean, I feel like we they're, they're one nine and one. I mean, I think we just go Jets and uh, Jags on the money line. All right, that that's more reasonable. Okay, that's the DJ play. The Ooh. Jets. Jets, Jags, money line, parlay. Uh, that's got to pay pretty good over on uh, WinBet. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. Bet $100, get a $100 free bet. Our Circa Millions plays. San Francisco, minus three and a half. Cincinnati, minus six. Miami, 
minus three and a half. New York Jets plus nine and a half. Jags plus four. Thank you guys for tuning in the podcast. Rate and review us and follow us over on Spotify. Shout out to everyone who've been tweeting at us. They're Spotify wrapped. Uh, that's really cool. Again, appreciate all the support. Uh, hit up the SGPN store. Tons of great gifts for the holidays. Uh, the reindeer shirt is not kid friendly, but uh, definitely worth it for the DGen in your life. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. And he is Ryan. Sean, if you did want to do Jets, Texans, Jags, 115 to 1. <laughs> Kramer, let it ride.